This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is episode four of the Down by Two podcast. I am your co-host, Josh Elijah. To my right, as always, Michael Fulmer. That's what a week, Josh. What a week. How's your week been? Uh, actually, it was a grind. Finished, though, and came home and got to watch the Jays finish up opening day Yo, in extras, beat the Yanks. Work week finished on a Thursday. We got to we got to stroll right into opening day. Blue Jays beat the Yanks 3-2 to two on their opening day. Cheers to all you Jays fans out there. That's a nice way to start the year. Yo, guess who else won 3-2? My Tigers. Oh, your Tigers. Matt up. Boyd looked good. Good Yo. start to the year. It's going to probably be downhill from there, but... <laughs> I'll stay true. I'll stay true. All the fans. You know what though? I just I feel like every year we we don't actually take the the first game of the season, so it's always <laughs> <No>. good. <laughs> It's always one good of one sixty-two. You probably shouldn't get too excited one way or the other. No, but like, man, I've been I've been to some home openers, especially when I lived in Toronto, and I remember it was a couple of years ago. I think the final score was one nothing to the Yankees in the twelfth, though. Oh, they they another extra three innings, and they just couldn't. I think they mustered up like three hits throughout the game. After that, you're like, uh, I'll chime in at the end of August and see <sighs> how you're doing, and then I'll jump back on the bandwagon. It's been tough. It's been tough for a lot <laughs> oh. of the Jays fans out there. So, uh, but you know what? We have we have a lot to be excited about. You know, minus George Springer starting the the year on the IL, but um, you know, things are things Baseball's- are looking good. Baseball is weird like that because baseball comes back at spring. You're feeling energized. The weather's changing. And then within a month and a half, it's like, oh, God, all you got is baseball. And it's a grind through the winter, the summer. Sorry. Yeah. And yeah, then as as playoffs kind of heat up, if your team's in the mix, then you're really getting amped up. And you're getting so, fired up. It's a long season, but nothing better than opening day and, and getting back into it. But, yo, by the time that this is uh, released, we should be uh, heading right into an, a very important weekend. And what's that? 85th Masters, baby. Oh, I love it. Love Ooh. it. Masters are hilarious, especially when you get into your mid-20s and you're no longer athletic and you feel like golf is your only competitive thing left. <laughs> Every big event. Not for me. It's been a steady decline ever since I picked up the clubs years ago. <laughs> so it's just been getting worse and worse. And then I'm like, maybe I can throw some money at this and fix it. No, it'll, it'll just progressively get worse. Oh, I'm brainwashed. I've watched the last couple of events and I'm just visualizing myself like slowing down the game and feeling like this might be the year that I just Try play it the- safe. I won't pull out driver every time. <laughs> I'm going to go five iron, nine iron, putt. Tap in, fucking par, easy. Move on to the next hole. That's all you got to do. Man, if I hit par, I am I am jumping for joy. I'm feeling great. If like if I can, it, like bogeys for most of the round. Like I'm 
I'm oh, feeling great. If you can go bogey golf the whole round, you're looking good. Bogey never golf the case. is almost under 90. You'll take that for an average Joe. But we touched on some of our favorites going into uh, into the Masters. Uh, um, it's always just a crap. Like, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows who's going to be at that leaderboard come come Sunday? But all I know is that you start the weekend with single Caesars, and then by Sunday you're on triples. Yeah. So it's and you're uh, sweating. You're sweating, but you got your feet up on the couch. It, it is an amazing weekend. Love any major tournament. I think I'll find myself back here on Sunday, uh, staring at that <laughs> 65 with you. A couple sweats, couple scaries. But this is uh, this is episode four of the Down by Two podcast. Here it is. Enjoy. Day uh, for opening days, really, really good pal of mine. Uh, goes back to my days in uh, in Toronto, both of our former days in Toronto. Now I'm here in London, and he's made his way out west to BC. Uh, but really good pal of mine. I guess you could say he's he's kind of he's he's kind of grown into our our down by two baseball insider, everything MLB. Uh, but <laughs> give it up for uh, George Lambracos in the house. How you doing, George? What up? What up? What up? What up, guys? AKA Georgie Boy, AKA Zimmy, AKA Giannis's anus, AKA the Greek freak. How you doing, buddy? Fantasy go legend. <laughs> <laughs> legend, <Weapon>. straight up legend. <laughs> George, you? George, you're coming with a lot of expectations on the uh, baseball front. Just telling you right now. Fucking Yo. insider, let's go. I'm taking it. I, I, <laughs> I, I've met a few people a couple times at bars and after hours. That's about as inside as we've got. <laughs> no, you got that. You got that. Uh, you got that. That um, athletic. You got the athletic, the yearly membership. So that's as yeah. inside as it gets. Man, that thing is that is a blessing. I was always so like fuck paying for that shit. I ain't paying for that stuff. But. Yep. And then you snagged yourself a lady who would. Oh man! Then you got a lady to pay for it for you, and oh. then it's then we're go. It, it, <laughs> oh, you're winning! <laughs> I've cheaped out every year trying to get the athletic. I don't know why. I click on the links every time, and it's just like you have to subscribe. Yeah, yeah you hope that if you keep it in like the cart or something, they'll offer you like a two ninety nine or something like that. It just never comes. But then you <laughs> and then you get yourself a friend who will take screenshots of it and send it over to you. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's all money, baby. It's all money. <laughs> Quick, yeah, uh, quick throwback to uh, how George and I met, and it's it's sort of weird because we we worked together um, in in Toronto, and uh, when we first met, it was weird because you're kind of like like a parallel version, like this parallel universe of of me, and then these, and then our, <laughs> our lives sort of just collided, and I'm like, what the fuck? Because like we're, we both got Greek blood in us, you a bit more than me, obviously, uh, but we both came from like we both had the same interest, and in when it comes to sports and basically and, like everything, and then uh, even 
from our our former years of working in the industry, working in the bar industry in Toronto, yeah. uh, like a lot of cocktail bars and whatnot. And then we we both kind of came to that point where we're just like, you know, I'm done with the industry. There's got to be something more out for, for us out there. And then we ended up getting a job with a tech company in Toronto, and we ended up meeting each other, and we fucking wearing the same shoes and everything. I'm like, yo, get this guy out of my head. Like, how much more can this guy be like me? Like, who is this guy? But he's a yeah. beauty. And do I hate just... this guy or do I love this guy? Yeah. <laughs> Either way, I'm on to him. I we were going to Raptors playoffs games. Fucking yeah, right out the gate. It was, it was kind of an instant vibe. No, for sure. The parallels were jokes, though. We just kind of... Yeah. I'm like, You're I basically... feel like I was sitting on a bar stool beside you many times in <laughs> yeah. the same place. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you were basically the Queen Street version of me. Like, I was <laughs> I was the college edition and you were Queen Street. Yeah. It was insane. Um, but yeah, man. A lot of uh, a lot of great memories in the city. Um, you and I both obviously grew up in Toronto. Both grew up huge Days fans as well. Um, yeah, yeah, man. No, that city. That well, I think too. Like going back, we were going to talk like just that that childhood version of when you were a Blue Jays fan too. Kind of going back at it, and yeah. I, I know you have some similar stories, like going to games and just that old dirty smell of popcorn and like the, the only cold water that you could get in the sky dome on the ground floor and things like that. So yeah. Yeah. Who, are, who are the guys that you guys, who are the guys that you think of when you think of growing up, going to Jay's games? Oh, Roy, Roy Halliday. Roy yeah. Halliday for yeah. sure. I, I think yeah. I've seen him pitch at least like a handful of times. I got a little Roy so. right here, buddy. Oh no, there's oh, doc. There oh, look is. at that. Yeah. Doc. He just watches me sleep and do things. I'm like, I'll be working. <laughs> you're fucking trying to get a sale. And you're like, what up, doc? What up? What up? What up, <laughs> what up, <laughs> what up doc, baby? Yeah. You just yeah, hear yeah. him like, yo, be chill guy. Just <laughs> <laughs> I caught yeah. a, I caught a foul ball from uh, Delgado as well. No. Yeah. You nice. No. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah. Delgado was, was huge. Um, uh, Hankin as well. Loved Hankin as a pitcher. Yeah. I, I had a big thing for, uh, what's his name? Shannon Stewart. Yo, <laughs> Shannon, Shannon yeah. Stewart. That's, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love Shannon Stewart. I, yeah. I don't know. Because he was that combination of like five-tool kind of guy. He had some had a couple of great years as well. Yeah. And then I met him and I, I, I have an autograph of his on a ball and he has like obviously has the sickest autograph too it's like this like super slick ass, ass. super slick yeah. Shannon Stewart. Stewart yeah I was like yeah. so gangster like you're an eight year old kid you're like so yeah. <laughs> Yo, that, so sick. that brings me back Shannon Stewart he was a nice yeah. five tool player was, was that your first yeah. autograph we were, we were talking about this if you could remember your first ever autograph well, I had a really close family friend, uh, my friend Morgan, and she was a bit, she was about like five years older than me and mm. they, she played baseball. She played like team Ontario, uh, like her and her sister, they were huge hardball players. Sick. Uh, and she used to bring me to Jay's games early and we would go for batting practice. And that oh, was that's like, unreal. that's the dream. Yeah. Yeah. So I would be like nine, 10. So it was, it was kind of that dusty era. But we kind of had some cool jerseys. I think we may have had like a vest at one point, but like, you know, you caught a little bit of Roger Clemens there near the end. Oh, I remember that yeah. that vest with the the Blue Jay throwing it up with the T. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the Toronto. I don't know. We had a lot of weird ones, but we, yeah, we used to go for batting practice. It was batting practice. Sweet. If you're a kid, you're standing there and you're like, hey, like, oh yeah, yeah. Junior J Saturday, baby. Yeah, exactly. That was it. Especially I think when my... there was like. 15,000 fans. <laughs> yeah. My first uh my first autograph we were talking about was uh Woody Williams. That was oh. uh, 
<laughs> this is super like average. I, I, I couldn't even I couldn't even recall that in the was. rotation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even get him at the Rogers Center or, or at the Sky Dome at that point. I, I got it at Wonderland. It was <laughs> just the most random place ever. He was just there signing autographs oh. next to Hamburger Land. <laughs> <laughs> super random. <It's- laughs> it sounds like the equivalent of like a Nate Robertson, to the Detroit Tigers. Yeah, like yeah. just the middle of the pack. Never remember him after he's gone. Yo, but we should see if they can come on the podcast. They're probably yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. yeah. What, Mike, how'd you on um, how'd you become like? Where's the Tigers? I know like Windsor and uh, there's a lot of Ontario who like the Tigers. Was yeah, it? well, Windsor borders with Detroit, and my mom's side of the family is Detroit, so grew Heck up yeah. crossing the bridge. It's ten minutes. So Tiger Stadium as a youngster. I think Friday nights was. Uh, fireworks and then saturday could run the bases so i remember just being a little kid going out there after the game being able to run the bases at tiger stadium old tiger that's cool i know i think i've preached that before here on the podcast but it's a legendary place it's like a coliseum yeah it's gone now it's gone now it's gone now but yeah that was close right in our backyard and tigers it was the dog days growing up but they they had their run about 10 years ago yeah, yeah. how much I've I've never been to a game in Detroit and I've wanted to. It's like I I, I just want to go down and experience it. Would you say the uh what is it, Comerica? Comerica, yeah. Is that is a major upgrade from Old Tiger? It is. I mean, going growing up, like I said before, Tiger Stadium is it had its its knacks that it just felt like an old school. Like that's all you knew is going to Tiger Stadium. You thought it was the greatest place in the world. Yeah. But when they upgraded Comerica is a nice place to be great tailgating i'm not going to get into a competition here with rogers rogers but man it, it, it's not even comparable <laughs> going to a true ballpark like that versus going to the dome oh. it's uh man the jays deserve a real ballpark they do they they've been fielding good teams the last decade like they need to get a good spot when they there. made that announcement they're like yeah we're we're tearing down the dome and then all these all these fair weather fans are like oh they're tearing down the dome 2020 <laughs> when will it end and it's just like shut up it is the worst stadium <laughs> next to tropicana like, it's, it's brutal, brutal. Yeah, I don't even yeah. like it to go see Taylor Swift concerts. Yeah, like it's not, it's not good for anything. I think we're spoiled down in Windsor just because going to Comerica and we come up for a Jays game and we love the Jays. But, but that's you go there and you're like, what's going on here? This isn't a ball game. That's what I love though is that like even today, like they're playing out in in Detroit weather and it was snowing like crazy yeah. and like that's that's what it should be and they're they're saying that you know because the Jays are north of the border they obviously need that dome stuff it's like nah man just play play outdoors and then right in the thick of the summer the sun's just beating on you you're in a ballpark like I don't know it's pure Jays got a ton of talent coming up they need to build a new stadium as well as yeah sure. man you Yo. guys got some stuff coming too so yeah, me and Josh were talking about that before the yeah. podcast. We're like, like, where are they in the rebuild? They're they're still in the rebuild, though. It's I we're like still it's... we're gonna be in the dog days for another couple summers, I think. Yeah. But it feels like the beginning of the end of the rebuild. Like it's already been. We're a definitely bit of in rebuild. the second half. Hopefully, the fourth quarter of of the rebuild. I, I wouldn't expect much though. You're not in the red zone yet, but you're you're getting yeah. there. I I hope so. I fucking hope so. We'll yeah. jump in. We'll jump into uh, baseball uh, and just uh, 2021 predictions and whatnot in a bit. But uh, uh, just jumping back to growing up in in Toronto and uh, you know just being down in in the city, being around like working real close to 
the Rogers Center, working close to the Dome, right? Like you work on Queen Street. Yeah, I was bro. over on front. And uh, a lot of action down there. A lot of action. Do you have any any uh, stories as to, you know, running into <laughs> players or anything like that? Like, I ran into people outside of the Dome as well. But, like, I've gotten fucking drunk with some of these dudes, too. And, <laughs> and like, yo, they can, especially a visiting team, like, they can party. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I, it's you're always at an advantage when you're a bartender, especially in like a bump in city, because you can kind of just like sit back and feed people alcohol and just observe shit. And, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and just like be. A, I mean, like do that on a regular basis, yeah. but yeah. yeah, but especially when you know who they are, you're like, yo, I'm gonna fuck this guy up, yeah. like <laughs> send him. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like looking back, the city has had those like waves of just like sports mania like obviously the raptors winning the championship it was just like every bar was filled every home was filled like it, it was just like this crazy buzz it's oh yeah um and so like fit what was it 15 16 blue jays just like that that time and those boys that team those guys Man. were ripping the town like oh yeah Batista, Donaldson, Martin, like the whole pitching staff, like Drew Hutchison was just like out like a wild man. Like I just, there was a few of them that you could see a lot. That's unreal. Drew Hutchison is at the underground just as much as he plays baseball. Like, like, okay. He was out till three and he shows up and throws 95 the next day. Well, they, well they, I guess they got like five off days, right? Like, so true. Yeah. And Josh, you and I have had a couple funny rips, like just ripping through the city and running into like UFC fighters with, when we oh, went yeah. with that stupid cup, the softball cup. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wants what's this? Oh, man. Well, it wasn't, I had nothing to do with the victory of this of this softball cup at all. My, my bar to keep the bookworm or whatever that I was working at, we, May we had a softball team. We won a. A, a softball championship in a pretty competitive co-ed lead and naturally it's like our world series boys like let's yeah. go right like, oh that's incredible yeah so we had this giant cup and i just took it from the bar and josh and i were drinking and we we're like yo let's just start convincing people that to take pictures with us in this cup and we're oh, just yeah. like going all over the place <laughs> and it just, works. Just, just like we meet ufc pitch. it just worked too well Girls are taking their tops off and yeah. fucking taking pictures. So they just no idea what sport this is even in relation yeah. to. You guys got to be someone important if you're yeah. walking around with a cup. Yeah. Man, if you have a giant cup, like a gold yeah. cup, and you just go up to somebody late night and be like, yo, you want to take a picture with us in our trophy? They're like, yeah, what did you win? They're like, we won a huge championship. And they, yeah. people are like, sick, like, here's my titties. <laughs> 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 Yo, you want to take a drink Genius. out of it? Five bucks yeah. and a shot with it too. Check <laughs> yeah. oh, the novelty. Looking, remember looking back at the pictures the next day, be like, how did we convince people to do this? Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> that was unreal oh man and even just like even i remember after my birthday when we fucking i I remember like you bounced a bit early but we went uh after tequila went back to our place and we were just so ripped and uh just completely chewed and we were just going through my phone i'm like i forgot that i had uh this number in my phone um turns out it's it's ryan tapero old uh bullpen pitcher for us a couple years or i guess his contract had just finished so he's a he's a free agent at this point and uh, i i chatted with him because i i was getting him on uh, one of my older shows and we're just like yo 
let's just call him up and pretend to scout him. <laughs> let's just see. Let's just see what he's up to. Let's just see. And we call him. And he, he's Texas boy. He's you uh, call him, and he's up at like one o'clock in the morning fucking wasted he's just like yo what's going on and i'm just like oh nothing much how you doing he's just like oh you know just loving the off season just fucking firing away guns and he's just you hear it shooting in the background and we're like yeah well this is uh this is george from the chicago cubs just wanted to say that we'd like to try you out for a bit and he was just so over the top he's like you fucking kidding me let's go Woo! bang 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts asking questions and we're like oh shit we didn't plan this far he's like who the fuck is this who sent you yeah, are you guys okay. lying are you guys the indians you guys are the Cleveland Indians? Who is this? You guys playing games with me? And we're just like, oh, shit. We just, we're just so yeah, – he finally caught on to us, so we had to hang up. And I'm pretty sure he blocked and deleted the number. But it was definitely worth yeah, it for one last – Yeah, you'll never, ever come on this podcast ever. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I did text him. He did not He did not get back. But, yo, the craziest thing is we pretended to be from the Cubs, and then he ended up – he's on the Cubs now. Or he yeah. was on the Cubs yeah, recently I, after. So I remember, sort of like, like, I remember you were talking to him. You were like, how's your arm? How's your arm doing? How, how, how's your arm? Is your is your, sh- your shoulders good? And he's like, who yeah. who is That's this? Yeah, fucking <laughs> <head>. <laughs> and we're all laughing in the background he probably hears like seven guys he's just like yeah, yeah. He, he hears like, irish ride in the back just off <laughs> <laughs> in the back he's like who is this irish guy laughing in the background like 4 a.m <laughs> eastern time in toronto and we're sitting yeah. around the couch just like dying laughing but the thing that i didn't get was why was he firing guns at 1 a.m texas time <laughs> like like that's dark and dangerous <laughs> ripping stress and he hasn't signed a deal yeah yeah <laughs> releasing stress yeah that like <laughs> shoulder guns at the blue jays logo. or something like that like <laughs> gotta get the, the cl- clitch memory going back yo shout out ryan Tapera, <laughs> man you're a real one you're a real g <laughs> sorry ryan yeah you're you're a beauty though thank you <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so circling back to uh, opening day, um, man, great. It was great to see. We'll start with the Jays. Great to see the boys, um, you know, hitting well, you know, some of the some of the younger players uh, taking some pitches, being patient at the plate. Uh, that second inning was great to start off with to see yeah. Oscar Hernandez coming in at the four uh, base hit. Uh, Vladdy, Vladdy Daddy coming in with the base hit after that. And then uh, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., um, getting that first RBI and, and cracking the seal there. So it, it was exciting to see the, the the squad really come together there. How did you feel? Honestly, man, it, it was great. And the one thing I I took from it, I was looking at, I was like, these guys all look jacked. They all look like in such good shape. Um, and I, I, I guess that's like career progression. They're all kind of like leveling up. up. They're all like yeah. some of the dudes that we've had are touching that 30 point. Like Teoscar, I'm, he looks like, just his he is just a his batter's guy. eye man i think he's the real deal for sure absolutely um, yeah but the just the sheer level of athleticism and the defense i i was like that man, couple that... plays off the bounces like biggio going going deep onto his other side vladdy like Love to a see couple it. nice big picks and Sim- simeon's a pro man so um overall I, I i'm fired up man just to see the see the batter's eye the contact and then the defense kind of come through obviously the bullpen pitching. looked nice too though yeah yeah i mean was... i i got to catch the tail end and i'm not diehard jays like you but we were saying who was it merriweather uh romano and Dolis. yeah all yeah. three of them 
gave up no earned runs, tight situation. I think it was Romano, runner on third, no out in the ninth. And, and he went through the heart of well. the order and yeah. got out of it, and they go win the game in extra. So. Yeah. And that's everyone's uh, that's everyone's speculation on the Jays as well, is that, yes, they did very well in the offseason. Personally, I would give them uh, a minus, something around there for their offseason report card. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't go out and get that pitching that we were looking for. Obviously, it was Kirby Yates, and he's now going to be out let's say for the season. Um, so we're sort of wondering, we're looking around being like, man, what are we doing when it comes to pitching? But it does look like we do have some depth and we just got to get these guns out there and we just got to get them throwing, get these young guns in there. Um, definitely seems promising. Do you think that we have that kind of depth? Yeah. And like, you know how there's like that screaming reactive Jays fan in your head. And then there's like that baseball fan too. Yeah. I, I yeah. feel like I battle it. <laughs> and I was like, I've talked to 100%. some people about it. And it's like, your reaction is like, no, oh, we didn't get any fucking pitching. Like, you know what I mean? But I, I think there is some truth to it. But if, if we're looking at the depth and I I've heard Ross talk about depth, 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 depth. And I, I, I do believe it's there. I just think there's a lot of unknowns on that side so mm-hmm. but i i think that th- these guys are in that wheelhouse we have a lot of guys that are in that 26 20 you know high high draft prospects that have kind of been working their way through the system for a long time so julian merriweather had oh, he's electric him. man he had almost an immaculate inning yeah he was one like, pitch off the immaculate yeah, inning. yeah and i didn't realize and they're like by the way like julian merriweather's like he did you going, see that first that 99 bat? inside yeah, he was going 99 high and in and then on dropping an 80 like 80 mile yeah, per hour fucking change up on the inside just like painting the corners it was impressive that first at bat when he k'd him watching it was wow this guy's for real yeah, now we we do sound like a like a bunch of Jays fans that are just oh, super yeah. hyped. We're, 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 I'm not even. I'm more of a Tiger wow, guy. Now. These guys yeah, yeah. Over things. I yeah, caught yeah, from like the seventh inning on, and I'm right on the bandwagon after one day. I think it's. A, I think it's, a, op- it's the opening day win. effect. It's the opening. It is. Yeah. It's, it's. There was a couple a sexy day. baseball things though. So like the immaculate inning, like uh, Guerrero swings first pitch, the ball comes at Garrett Cole. The exit velocity one fourteen. One fourteen. No. Yeah, dude, off a screaming like line drive down the middle, and you're like, "What oh, was the okay. fastball? Was good. Did it come in at a hundred? It was a slider. He threw him a slider. I think. No. Yeah, yeah he spanked the slider. First pitch too. First and pitch. it was screaming. Yeah, yeah. That might be an edit. The slider might be an edit. But you see, my my really. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. We don't check our facts here. <laughs> down by two, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. The one of the big things here is um, that, that I'm looking at is is Teoscar Hernandez, and you know he pieced together uh, a really nice 2019 season towards the second half. He was really starting to pick up momentum, and then 2020 off to a hot start, and then injuries caught up to him there. So otherwise, he was. Uh, I think they said that they he finished 11th in MVP voting so it's like he did he was piecing together he, he had a lot a of silver slugger right? he won silver yeah. slugger and so now if he can just take all of that and tie it into a, a 162 games for uh the 2021 campaign like if he can go and bring that together i mean that's that's could be their nice. best bat yeah yeah well and that's that's they were saying charlie put him in the four spot as that like yeah. hey you won the silver slug you hit four yeah and yeah. he went he went three for four today He's absolutely yeah, yeah. and then vladdy following up and getting on base as well just not chasing some of those pitches that he normally would he's yeah. he looked a little bit more patient he got on base several times just even off walks um so that's also looking very promising as well 
Yeah, no, that was that was beautiful. And okay, also, and I know you'll like this, Mike. The uh, that like Miggy little yeah. kiss high outside classic kiss. Yeah. And he, couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't see if it was a homer. Yeah, slides yeah. into slides into two. Yeah. It looked like he was playing in Barry. <laughs> that yeah. that just like I got the like baseball fan yeah. like hair stand up kind of feeling from that one. That, oh, it's I'm a huge Miggy guy. Yeah, naturally. Yeah, it's so nice to see him get the get a dinger in the first one back because you really don't know what you're getting from him these days. Yeah. He's going to play a lot of one bag, and I'm hoping he can hit 25. And I know he's on the cusp of hitting 500 dingers and 3,000 hits. I'm hoping he can do it this year. Yeah. Yeah. I know you guys aren't aren't big on the Tigers, but. He kind of like starts to put himself as it's kind of like the late Pujols legacy. That's exactly it. They yeah. they had the same career trajectory, I'd say. Pujols maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah. Like Pujols came out of the gates so. like 35 and 115. 40 and 120 just like he was a beast i think miggy's kind of tailing off a little like a little more drastically but both in that same class first ballot hall of famers some of the best hitters of their generation yeah, yeah. He, he's we've been spoiled as detroit tiger fans to watch miggy play yeah. crown winner absolutely he's, he's uh he's in his last stages though i, don't, I guess he's just got to take what you can with him he's kind of the uh would you say he's the Lowry of the of the Tigers? <laughs> <laughs> That's saying a lot about Lowry. I guess Lowry's got a ring, so yeah. Oh, yeah. No yeah. triple crown. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I was saying to Josh, it, it's Miggy's been such a treat, but his English has been crappy. So we haven't like you've never been <laughs> it's able gotten to worse. so you've never been able to embrace him like one of your own because yeah, his, yeah. he's a fun loving guy, but you never even can have like a relatable conversation with the guy. It's kinda <laughs> Still love him though. He'll go down as probably my him and Verlander will be my top tigers of all time for sure. Were you big on Price? Or were you super just beaten up after after they dealt him at the at the at the no, deadline? No, he he came in and pitched well, and I, it was time to go. I think it was who'd they trade for Daniel Norris? He turned out to be living in his fucking trailer and didn't do. <laughs> I, he, he actually put in an inning of uh, I think I think he put in an inning today. <laughs> Yo, yeah. the the Detroit Tigers have a pitcher named Michael Fulmer, which is verbatim Michael yeah. Fulmer's name over here. So, no Le- letter yeah. for letter. Yeah, when when letter that trade went down, I had so many <laughs> friends and family messaging me. Yeah, and I got my U.S. Uh, citizenship, so I have American passport. So we joked that I should be at bars when that trade went down, just being like, hey, Michael <laughs> Fulmer, if you can just give us a booth over here and a couple bottles, flash the, we'll be fine. Flash the ID. Flash yeah, the yeah. <laughs> you know what though? You guys got some great like great talent like great young talent yeah. which is do. like there's a couple standouts there yeah Mize and torkelson at the top there yeah nice arm a nice bat yeah torkelson's just got that he just goes like that and just hits bombs yeah. <laughs> like, his swing is just simple like, tap like pete alonzo it's just like one step yeah. like, i tiny. like that that's yeah. a great comparison yeah yeah they're Carlson like- went undrafted out of high school actually when went to university and then ended up being the top pick. It's kind of wild. It's almost kind of just found that stride when he went to, to Arizona, Arizona State. Yeah. No. Couple couple arms as well. Um, there's Mize coming in. Who is it? Scooble? Scooble. Yeah. Scooble. Scooble. Lefty. Yeah. Scooble looks good, yeah, man. And then you guys, you know, I watched the game against, uh, what was it, Akil Badu. 
Yeah, I've been reading some articles on him and there. Man, he's just a machine too. And yeah. like yeah. So what do you get? What would you call it? He's a stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guy's a so stick. Would, yeah. Yeah. More more of a golf term, but yeah. You're gonna bat in your hands and you can fuck you can hit it out. Oh true. <laughs> that was my fault. I set you up for failure on that one. <laughs> but you guys are so, you guys are totally in that like plug plug your corners in with one and two year guys like when we had drury and morales and stuff like that it's it's like that two to three years away wait for those kids to get and then hopefully you can pile it in sign a couple things your your gm sees that vision and you're good to go right yep that's it (laughs) you see the young guys coming up and they look real good and then you can kind of attract a couple decent name free agents and all of a sudden you're ready to make a push for the pennant yeah, and being kind of shit allows you to kind of really see what we, what you got. Like you 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 look at our like what's our our churn rate of uh, it's a, our, my little sales term for baseball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we had so the Jays had so many guys just like in their mid twenties outfielders and pitchers and being kind of trash just allowed us to give these guys major league at bats. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> At, like pitching pitching they got in their shit we, we we could figure out who we could deal who could get value out of and then mm-hmm. who just needs to go yep so you can plug in a few shitty major league at bats to like you know I, I honestly hated drury so much on our team oh. i just like it just used to bother me but now you look back and you're like these are these necessary plug guys <laughs> yep that we do yeah, we need. just we borrowed like travis shaw for a year and sent him right back to milwaukee yeah yeah stuff like that right it's it's all good but you know you wish your you hope that your general managers can be a little bit transparent with the fan base as being like hey it's it's gonna kind of suck for two to three years or five years you know you don't always get that because they don't want to lose the ticket sales but yeah and they also don't want to say that and have them actually play decently sometimes yeah and if you have any sense as a fan you'll to see the writing on the wall you're like yeah. fuck like we we got prospects we got guys like we you you guys got people so uh it's got to be sustainable like don't be the pirates i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah cool. oh. oof bad bands <clears throat> well let's let's talk uh like projections i guess for 2021 do we think we'll start with the tigers i guess do do we think that they could even make a push for any sort of playoff run do you think they can take one of the wild cards no they're still way they're they're still two years out i'd say in my opinion Fair enough. now that's, that's not me listening to local radio getting the inside scoop all the time i'm yeah. kind of stuck in jay's lane in london but i mean <laughs> hopefully mize becomes a legitimate starter mm-hmm. hopefully scoobal looks good matt boyd looked really good today you look great torkelson comes up next year they got another guy riley green that's a top yeah top outfielder in their pipeline he makes some strides, makes some pro, maybe pro at bats at the end of the year. Maybe next year we can talk, but this year I think you got to be ready to to it's, grind through the dog days of summer and expect them to end up in the uh, them in the bottom of the. Uh, it looks the like it will be a battle between. Yeah. I, I'd say the White Sox and the Twins in that division. Um, the Indians could be mixed in as well, but uh, it was great to see them pick up that opening day win and uh, get off to a good yeah. start. Uh, what about the what about the Jays? Um, do they see themselves taking the division, or are we looking more at a wild card spot? Uh, man, I, this has been the the biggest debate that I've had, and I, obviously, there's so much opinion on it. I, I'm gonna go with a lot of the stats cast proge- like progressions or projected stats on like wins. Yep. 
85 to 87, 88. So that won't win you. That won't win you. The no. And we just, if like, if we pay, if we play the AL East as much as we do, um, what is that? Like 40 to 60 games or what? I, I can't remember exactly, but mm-hmm. you're going to play your own division a ton. And like, hey man, the Rays are good. Yeah. Yankees are very good. So I think we're a wild card team at best. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, 100%. So it's funny. I had my buddy that just texted me before we started recording here. It was, uh, it was from LA and Dodgers fan. He's like, I like you guys to take the East. And I'm like, buddy, yeah. don't get me. <laughs> don't get me pumped up like that. Like it's definitely trying for that. I I still think like this is a ye- like another year that I think maybe we'll be closer next year. I don't want to get too excited. I don't want to be too pessimistic yeah. as well. But at the same time, you know, if we are making some sort of a push, I definitely think that we'll make some sort of uh, deadline acquisition to pick up some arms and get yeah. like like a Taiwan Walker type player towards uh, the trade deadline. Um, it's sexy to like the Jays right now. It's kind of like the same fun. thing with like the Padres, but you got the Dodgers there too. But you got the yeah. Yankees in your division. The Yankees are prime to make a run is like win the World Series if they're healthy. And the Jays, it's nice. They got young, explosive talent that you like to watch, but they still have to become pros and you can't set your bar too, too high. It'd be nice. I hope I'm wrong, but I think, I think you're right. Wild card. Yeah. And, and the health thing too, for the Yankees is huge, right? Like their arms, their arms fall apart and, and like judge and Stanton go down. Like they kind of historically do, like they've already lost Voight. They do kind of seem to be able to find depth and when they have to make a move they'll spend yeah. money but yeah those big boys go down they're they're brittle yeah yeah i just like the rays i i don't know i just they just always they don't get any this... respect and they're in the no. they were in the world series last year and like uh, yeah the rays yeah we're mentioning those the third the third people in their division right now yeah don't, we're not even talking about them no yeah i no, mean they man, got rid the of rays... snell they're not and they're still gonna be fine Boston's doing is the unreal. same stuff as Detroit's doing with like the the one year yeah. one year one year kind of plug in, buy their time, wait for their moment. They'll be a beast in like two to three years again, no doubt, right? Um, They'll spend a boatload of cash once ex- they feel like they're ready to make a push. <laughs> yeah. And the and the Orioles, I I don't know. Oh God! <laughs> is there anywhere worse than the Orioles? Like, would yeah. you want to be an Oriole fan? Damn. Yeah yeah so Damn, uh, we've been there we've been there in that division so yeah um i like the the wild card at, at best and i wouldn't be surprised if we didn't make it if we just missed it um yeah. and then next year we just filled a couple of those plugs like if yeah. if we're really exposed or after 30 40 games you know if we're 500 club and they want to push like you said go for that go for that arm go for that little piece so absolutely well, let's transition over to uh, the National League as well. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about you know a couple couple bright spots in there, and how do we see that shaping up? Um, do we see Slam Diego building on that momentum from from last year? Um, Central looking interesting as well. Um, even the East, uh, what are we thinking? Man, I I love. I love the Padres. I mean, oh, I think yeah. you said, I think you said yeah. sexy teams. And I was, I was thinking before, I was like, they're such a sexy team. Are, man. They sure oh are. And they've just God. been so irrelevant for years. And, and then, that's a team that brought in some serious arms. Those, they paid big money for aces, right? So, yeah. Yeah. It reminds me when Houston stacked up. 
there when they grabbed Verlander and they had like they had Scherzer. They just had like weapons top to bottom. So it's they're so sexy. They just have. Yeah. They, I don't think there is a single hole in their entire team from their top to bottom. Their pitching just got yeah. stupid. Yeah, they, Darvish, they Snell, the Musgrove. Yeah. yeah. Oof. So I th- I think they're just incredible. I, in the central. Like obviously, I know you've got that little soft spot for the cards. So getting Arenado—that's a, a, a big man. Say soft spot. I'd say hard on. Like but, that's yeah. an, that's an acquisition, man. Like, yeah, I feel like that got a little up. downplayed. I don't know. I know we're talking to a guy that has a serious contract. He's got like eight gold gloves and how many silver sluggers? Well, you have Arnado. quietly went to the cards. You have you have Nolan and uh, and Goldschmidt on your corners in the infield. Like it yeah, nice. doesn't get yeah. much better yeah, than nice. that. Yeah. What do they got after that though? Damn. Like I not much. Yeah, not, not much. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They the car- always Carpenter's to- making making trying to make a case for uh, you know playing second base a little bit more. Um, their pitching is uh, you know they got Flaherty as their Tommy as their- Edmund too. Like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he he's got a little intrigue and like obviously like Paul Paul De Jong is yeah De he's just oh De Jong is a he's just starting grindy there. little shortstop that makes but they had to lose some pieces as well like like long timer uh, Colton Wong is now on the Brewers as well um, and and you know we were able to retain players like we got Yaddy for one more year as well just like one last kick of the game yeah the absolutely. Cards are just a fantastic organization they well come run. out and they just compete every year doesn't matter who they plug in. They'll yeah. come and play baseball the right way, but it's looking like uh, it's looking like it would be the Cardinals and the Brewers as well are are right up there. Yeah. Um, they 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 stacked up defensively, like I mentioned. They got Wong and um, Bradley Jr., Jackie Bradley Jr. Um, so it's looking it's looking like it will be something like between them. If the Reds or the Cubs feel like playing baseball, they they might they might you know mix things up a little bit. Uh, how about the East? What do you think of the East? Well. The Mets did a lot of things, mm-hmm. so like on on paper, great. But I I, I kind of like the Braves naturally. I yeah. think everyone does. Like mm-hmm. I think people are kind of taking them in like the top three in baseball. I've seen a lot of stuff. Um, they're, and they're, they're another sexy team too. Exactly, yeah. man. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And and even like yeah, I don't know uh, Alcuna Junior. Obviously, that's and, what I was gonna say. He's like that Fernando Tatis for them. That really young, flashy power but speed guy yeah and Ozzy Albies when he came up he was just flaming and I I feel like he kind of just struggled with some injuries here and there and you know Dansby Swanson was I think Top like a pick. first overall pick yeah. I was so mm-hmm. they look great Mike Swarka coming off the his Achilles injury I think as well Canadian yep. Canadian giant um so I, I like them but I I also I, I, the Mets and I think this is going to be a very, very, very spicy division. Because um, mm-hmm. who's your bottom feeder is the Marlins, and even they have gotten. Didn't they make the a little the bit wild better card last year somehow too? Yeah, it's yeah. Nice. So uh, I'm going to say the Braves just because I think they're yeah. the best team, but I I think it's honestly a, an absolute crapshoot. Like it is. Like we didn't even mention the Nats. They won the World Series two years ago. Yeah. They got three <laughs> legitimate aces in their rotation yeah so i mean it's a, you never know what you're gonna get yeah josh bell yeah. yeah so do we have any um any world series predictions at all uh i i would probably 
if, if I, was I know betting, it's opening I, day, but like Yankees Dodgers is the most uh, vanilla yeah. pick. That's not what I want to see. I don't know. But, I don't know if the Dodgers have what it takes to to come. I mean, maybe. I think we thought they looked flat today a little bit. That's why they still got that championship hangover. Maybe they're just so deep though. Like, how can you bet against them? I'd love to see Padres. Padres or Braves. Yeah. And then I, I wouldn't Ooh. mind seeing I wouldn't mind seeing the White Sox come out of the uh White Sox American are another League. young talented team that you yeah. know, you'd probably like to see. Yeah. In the the West is a little weird too in the AL flip back. Because yeah. you got Yeah, we completely skipped over it, but probably yeah, for we a skipped, reason. <laughs> we skipped AL West, but if you look like you got Astros, Angels, and then the Athletics in the last. Just yeah. always find a way to. Yeah, Athletics the will Mariners. be there. Athletics will probably win the division or be a wild card. And yeah. Every, I, <laughs> no I respect. I was thinking about it. I was like, you know who's going to be the wild card in the AL? It's going to be the Athletics and the Indians and the Jays are going to miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Fuck. It's exa- Yo, I would bet that right now. You're right. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I, what do you what do you 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 want to do a World Series prediction? Uh, let's throw one down. Let's throw one down because I, I I love to have something down on paper that I sure that we can look back. Sure, on yeah. Let's wrap it up with some life. predictions. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Braves White Sox. That's Braves, what I got. White Sox. Okay. Yeah. There's just something something about that matchup. It it sounds sick too. I uh, I like it. George, you go. Man, I'm gonna Maybe. do something wild, and I'm gonna say. Um, I think the New York Yankees are going to make it to the World Series this year, and I I would love to see them play the San Diego Padres. Be yeah, sick. I should have yeah. went first. I should have went first. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what you had for me. Yeah, because I feel like I I like the the Yankees are due. They've been like for about four years now. They're thinking like Yankees are back. They're going to make it. They have the stud in Cole. Mm-hmm. They can mash, assuming they're healthy. Um, hard to bet against them. So I'll go Yankees. I can't go Padres. You went Padres. You went Atlanta. I'd like to see those two, but I'm probably going to go Yankees Dodgers. Heck yeah. That's New so, that's so safe, but yeah, I mean, that's realistically odds on. It's that's all good. Go-to. Yeah. Well, George, uh, always great to, uh, have you, uh, and great to see you, man. Great having you on the show. Can we get you back here in a month so we can yeah. reassess how yeah. the uh, first month went <laughs> oh, in the MLB? Man. Buddy, we're going, we're going into summer and all we're going to have is baseball to talk. So, yeah. uh, I mean, we'll, yeah. we'll break down Shannon uh, Shannon Stewart's best seasons as a J. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to go take a look at some of his stats. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, yeah, he, he had a few good years, man. Yeah. He had a few good years. Beauty cat. Beauty cat as well. No, guys, this is this has been great. Thanks for having me on, too. And yeah. No, it's good. I love shooting the shit and talking some baseball and talking a little bit. Yeah. So Doesn't no, get for, any better. No, no, it's great. It's great. So I happy, uh, happy opening day. Happy yeah. opening day, No, baby. it's back. She's yeah. back. Yeah. The one thing that I don't like, though, I fucking hate the runner at second in extra innings. That's it's a, it. Yeah, that's just like the drop the mic but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah i fucking hate if that if you're listening mr commissioner manfred uh <laughs> please change that back okay yeah yeah we'll All tag right. him in this for sure <laughs> yeah. you smell that josh yo i smell that that's that fresh ass candle Ooh. 
This episode of Down by Two is brought to you by Naturally Vein. That's a handcrafted, naturally produced line of body care products and candles suitable for everyone. Sexy. It's Ottawa-based but globally known. You can find that scent at naturallyvein.ca. You always smell that. You smell that. Don't forget to use your promo code Down by Two for twenty percent off your next order. Ooh, that's Down by Two. Bish. It's Masters Weekend. Yeah, we're leading into that <laughs> Masters Weekend, baby. The 85th Masters is upon us. When you get to be oh. 25 plus and you have no athleticism and you still think you can compete in any sport, uh, golf, especially majors, gives you the, are you big still weekends. Have that fighting chance. <laughs> oh man, it's the it's truly the uh, the old man event. The final round on the Sunday, you know, just watching that leaderboard whittle away until you crown that true champion. And the first major every year, like you start watching, oh. you start getting prepped for the Masters. You really you maybe mixed in one round, and you're thinking you might be good. You think you might be good that year? Oh man! Another fifty years, you haven't improved. So you are very, very knowledgeable when it comes to when it comes to the tour. Uh, you got your finger on the pulse a little bit more than I do, but I, I wouldn't check- say very knowledgeable. But yeah, I, I dabble a little bit. Yeah, well, I'm, I, I'm what I'm saying is more than more than me. So I've I've checked in with some of my sources. Shout out Raptor Ray from Scotia, the Scotian Potion. Checked in with them, and we were kind of talking a little bit about some of the golfers that you know kind of makes sense going into. Uh, the tournament and who could be favored in like the top four or five or so. So okay. I got a couple. I got a couple names for you here going into uh, going into the weekend. All and, right. Well, uh, for, it's a crapshoot. So always, as the disclaimer stands from previous episodes, never take my betting advice. But I'll I'll give you my two cents on whoever you got in the lineup. Well, so I'm gonna give you, you four, I'm gonna give you four players here, and all of these players. Now this is interesting. All these players have the best shots gained off of approach. Shots and off tee shots. So <laughs> the, okay. All so right. so that's so that's already putting yeah. them a step ahead. And then a few of them have very uh very very great history at, at Augusta. So okay. you um, you mess with me with you always throw the left handers at me. So I'm gonna well let's start, with a grain of salt. Folks. Okay. Here we go. We're <laughs> in this together. Well, let's yeah. It's it's a team effort here. So let's start with uh, number one. Um, in no order in particular. These are these are just some potential players that we could see in the top five. Um, here comes some hot. Dates. We're going Patrick. Patrick can't lay. Patrick can't. Lay. Patrick can't get okay. laid. Uh good bet. Good bet. You know he's not sexy at all. No. no one. No one ever tunes in on a Sunday to see if Patrick Cantley is going to win the. Uh, the Masters, no, or but he, any he's event a, for that matter. From what I've read, he's had a good history at Augusta. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure he's had a lot of a uh, handful of top tens the last couple of years. He's really come on. I think he's probably top five in FedEx Cup points. But um, I'm not tuning in to watch Patrick Cantlay. If you want to get does probably, it, if you want to get, get a, going, if but. you want to get a value bet, you're probably going to get him at like somewhere between 20 to 30 to one to win the tournament. So, and he's got all the stuff. He's got electric stuff, nothing overly exciting about him, but Patrick Cantley could walk away with a green jacket, but 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's where I'm at with him. Okay. I mean, fair enough. Let's uh, let's move on to the second one that I have here. Um, we got your boy, Corey Marikawa. Colin Mar- Marikawa. Don't disrespect my boy. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was Corey. No, it's Colin. Colin. And he's electric. Corey Marikawa. That's, that's uh, too much. too many R's. I was having a couple of beers with Drew and uh, Davis and Tyson last Marikawa. weekend. And I whispered in Davis' ear, like, you know who I'm going to say who the next face of the fucking PGA is? Pardon my language. No, Colin Morikawa. Well, I mean, what he's, did he win? He won the PGA last year. He's got some. He's got irons like Tiger, though. Yo, that's exactly what they said. He's the best, purest ball striker at his age that they've seen since Tiger. So, and, uh, Colin. Any, anytime I've gone against him, he's or, or bet against him, he's uh, he's he's taught me a lesson, a hard learned lesson. I think I recall that actually. A couple times. I think we were texting in that. A couple we times. I'm like, no way he does me dirty twice. Yo, I think... Uh, but he has. I think a lot of the boys out there would probably agree with me. Colin Markawa is, uh, is Colin. a force to be reckoned with. So, what yeah. About his, what about I, his, I don't know what, what kind his... of odds he's getting, but tune in. You'll probably be seeing him teeing off somewhere between two and three on Sunday. So He yeah. doesn't have a brother named Corey. No. No, it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck me. All right, number three, got Patrick Reed. What do you think about old Patty Reed's? Yeah, I feel like you teed this one up for him just to get roasted. Yeah. Yeah. Set you up with someone that you got a hard on for. And then then Patty Reed's. People more relevant than us, though, have put him on a tee and uh, blasted him. But fuck Patrick Reed. He got his jacket somehow. He did. Uh I'm not jumping on his bandwagon. When he's hot, he can play golf. I with remember the best of hammering. Him. I remember hammering uh, Rory McIlroy on that. I yeah, remember. and uh, Patrick taught me a lesson there too. Yeah, he's a uh, he's he's a great golfer. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be betting him. I wouldn't touch him with a fucking two foot. Stick. He is one of the best around the green for sure. Yeah, he's a he's a gamer and he's done it his whole career. But I'm not touching him. I wouldn't bet him. Fuck him. Bit of a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Yeah, he's too questionable. He just doesn't hold uphold the uh, the ethics with golf. I'd say, Last or maybe up. it's just fun to ju- jump on the bandwagon and just roast a guy when he's down. He's just he's very good, and he's. Uh, but he, I mean, he's chunky. He doesn't look like an athlete. He looks like me and you, and he's a fucking turd. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck Patty Reeds, but I'll still sprinkle some on you, yeah. uh, like a donut. Let's yeah. go with my final one that I that I got in my in the potential top five, or just like somewhere on the leaderboard. We're looking at Tony bo- Tony Finau. You're throwing me these tricksters, Tony Finau. Did you ever see the uh, the footage of him when he was he teed off and he was walking off the tee blocks and he rolled his ankle and dislocated his ankle. <laughs> Have no. you? Yo, you have to Google that. <laughs> and he legitimately shakes it back into place and finishes the round. Tony Finau like his ankle, ankle roll? shoots, shoots. He dislocates his ankle right out of the fucking oh, socket. No. Oh, uh, no. They so got the, they got the boom like mic that. on him and everything, so you probably hear the snap. <laughs> Yo, it is, it is grueling. <laughs> Boys, oh, you got you to gotta actually chime in and take a look at that video. It's hilarious. That's hilarious. Love Yo, that. The golfer, Tony Finau, is a stud. Uh, can't finish anything though. I think he's got one tour victory. He's got like top ten in the world talent. He's got one victory. But he, I believe. But he also does apparently have a pretty good history at Augusta. Yeah, he's been in the mix. Yeah, yeah. You know, here's the beauty about Augusta. Augusta though, when you get into Sunday afternoon and you start even to think, 
I could win the Masters, it all falls apart. Yeah. You got that part three. You end up in the creek. It's a tough finish there. And people that know their way around the course have the best chance of winning that tournament, in my opinion. I mean, so who knows what's obviously, happen? obviously, some of some of the some of the names I just threw out there wouldn't be in your top five. Who who do you like going into Masters coming up this weekend? Well, I'm going to contradict myself a little bit. I like Colin. Colin hasn't played the course a lot, but I like him. Don't like Corey, but we're going Colin. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to fuck Corey. <laughs> Corey's your your made up guy. Morikawa, <laughs> I like to be in the mix. Uh, I mean, Finau, like you said, but going off the list you gave me. Uh, starting with Big Dick, Big Dick Dusty, obviously defending Absolutely. champ. I'm a little bit lopsided because I gotta love Dustin's game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a dud in the interview, but <laughs> I'd still like to see him compete and be in the mix at the end. Bryson's had a big year; he's booming. I'm curious at how his uh, big stick can work around Augusta. That'll be yeah. fun to watch. He's changing the game. Yo, I think I'm in everyone's boat where it's just like. Fuck this goofy dust or fucking Bryson. Bryson guy. Yeah. He's trying to hit it way too far. He's got his funky little hat. I'm never really little been a paper big boy. fan. And now paper he's kind of backwards sometimes. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> he, uh, I don't know. He's grown on me a little bit though. I don't know why. Maybe because he's getting the job done. So you have to respect him. I think that's the case. Anyone that kind of tries to change the game and you're not really feeling at first, you're resistant to to get on board no, but when no. they get the job done on the highest level then you're kind of like yeah i gotta i gotta jump on board well it was just that. like it was kind of like i mean to be completely off topic here but it was kind of like steph curry when he started launching bombs from yeah. like way out like what is this guy doing and it's he's almost drilling gi- them. it's gimmicky at first right? yeah, yeah but you're actually changing the game in that sense where where he's just drilling balls and it's it, it's just something to watch, and you just have to sit back and appreciate it. So yeah, so you're like you're liking DJ, yeah. you're liking Bryson, some of the big names uh, out here. I, I wouldn't have s- any sleepers. You can't sleep, obviously, on Bryson. I, I'm not cheering for him. I've got a ton though. I'm just, I just pulled up the list. Once you rattle them question. Up. Rattle them off. Who do we got? Who do you? Who do you J- like? JT looking for new sponsorships because of his foolishness. Yeah, I love JT though. Yeah, and he just came off a huge. one. He won't be on the cover of two K twenty one or two K twenty two next year. No, that's he's, for sure. He's toast on that, but he's also got a players under his belt, and he <sighs> locked in like one point one and a half million, whatever that purse was for winning. So mm-hmm. he ain't starving. Love his game. He's got a couple big wins under his belt. He knows how to get it done. Uh, I think what would be good for the game of golf would be Spieth being competitive yo, this Sunday. Absolutely. He's res- yo, the last month, month and a half, he's he's been in the mix. He hasn't finished the job, but it's nice. He's gaining momentum. And he disappeared for a couple of years, so it's uh I think everyone appreciates when speed spitters in the uh in the mix. Speed in the spitter. Who else am I thinking off the top of my pepper. head? Yeah. What about old man Lee Westwood the last few weeks? Yo, that's your guy. Yo, he hasn't been able to finish. I feel so bad for that it's fucker. Been tough. Yo, I don't. He doesn't have a major, and he was a world number one at one point. And watching him the last couple of weeks in the final pairing, mm. just a class act, beautiful, beautiful woman on the bag. Yeah. That's I his know, wife. I don't. I don't know if it's inappropriate. You might have to cut that. No, nope. man. <laughs> yeah, we're canceled. Episode four and done. That's it. I was just saying. Yeah, I don't know if it's his fiance or his girlfriend or his wife, but Lee Westwood. Uh, I'm cheered for him. I think it's nice to see a guy that's in his mid-40s kind of 
a former star coming around. So I'll, I'll look out for him. Um, other than that, I mean, who else? I mean, Rory. I feel disrespectful not mentioning Rory and John Rom. They're they're top five players. Oh, John Rom. Yeah, and we all know Rory him. needs a jacket. Rory. He just like you just don't know what you're gonna get with him either. So at the end of the day, I'm, I bet Dustin. You'll probably get shitty odds. Probably under ten. You'll probably get like seven, eight, nine to one for him. Probably not worth your investment. I take a look at Cantley, the first person you dropped. If you get good odds on him. Morikawa as well. Yep. JT is probably in that ten to fifteen to one range. So if you're we'll gonna see, pick, though. if you're gonna pick one golfer, if you're gonna pick one to go into the tournament and be like, this is this is my this is my bet. Who's gonna be? Who's your pony? Top five players in the world. Uh, you know what? Probably JT. Just one of the players. He can compete with anyone on JT? every night, so probably JT is my master's pick. Yeah. All right. Yourself? I I rambled there. What What's your take? I know you're not big big on golf. We got to work on your swing this summer, by the way. But <laughs> just just drop that in, <laughs> buddy. I progressively get worse. I don't understand. So like, does everyone. The more I play, they, the they worse s- I get. Everyone spends more and gets worse. Oh as man, you get I just older, need to buy. Nuts. I just need to get a new driver. I just need to. <laughs> that's that's a little fix the everything. The classic. The classic. Yeah. Um. I I uh, I know it's hard. You got is, you got a plethora it is of, tough. of talented players. It is out there. tough. You know what? It's it's between Cantley and and Morikawa. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go Morikawa. Yeah. Yeah. I Colin, hope, not Curry, yeah, not Corey. Colin, uh, Colin's a better pick over Corey. I've you always know, gone against him, and he and he's and he's proved me wrong several times. And so I, I'd like to I'd like to give him uh, I'd like to give him my money this time. I think that I like to give him my twenty buck. The PGA's dream would be to have uh, JT and. And Spieth in the final grouping on Sunday next yeah. weekend. Imagine that. Ooh. We might have to have a couple craft beers if that's the case. Maybe a Caesar. That sounds nice. Yeah. So that's our uh, golf take, folks. Hopefully you guys uh, have some bets in and enjoy Masters weekend next weekend. Happy Easter. And that's a wrap. Jishalish. Yo, that's it. Down Epis- by. We're now down by chewed because we've had a couple brews. <laughs> Down by two to down by two. Uh, episode four in the books. Yep, that went by. Yo, know, that was over an hour again. We just could have gone. Georgie on. is a mind and a half. I had a pleasure. Giannis's anus. Can't wait to touch base with him in a month. Zimmy, Zimmy, Zimmy. Um, yeah, man, definitely gonna have him back on the show. Talk a bit of Masters there. Um, leading up into uh, next week, we have um, one of the more respected names in basketball jumping on our show. Not gonna name drop Ooh. or anything, but very excited to have this individual. Uh, hey, on this the guy's making me a little anxious. He knows exactly. He knows everything about ball, especially from this side of the border. So excited. Who could it be? Who could it be? Stay tuned. Find out. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff on social media and on and on any listening platform. Wherever you stream your podcast, you can find us. Happy Easter, folks. Cheers. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. 
The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.